Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Sir, what's going on? What it do? What it do? Team No Sleep, folks. March first. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I know folks probably watching. You got got two screens going right now. They're probably watching Biden talk to the nation. So that that's important as well. But uh you, you know, we, we, we got some conversations that we want to have with you as well. Because we think this Absolutely. is real, you know. Uh, Absolutely, man. I think I think we gotta definitely uh coincide with what Biden's doing and we you know how this is not only affecting us as a as as a, as a you know as our country. Yeah. You know, as the world is being affected by it, it's affecting things as far as sports. And, you know, we got to acknowledge that, you know, from our view and from our lens, we see that Russia is dead wrong, 100 percent wrong, mm-hmm. you know, on what they're doing. But I mean, also, you know, our president's now acknowledging it and putting us on alert, putting us up on game what's about to happen or what's not going to happen. And, yes, sir. And we'll rock with that. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the truth, right? That's social impact right there. We, we, we can start with that. And, and it, it uh, there are some sports ramifications to what, what's going on with that, because we're hearing a lot of a lot of news about Russian athletes, Russian leagues uh, mm-hmm. being banned or can't play. Yes. Right. The, the National mm-hmm. Hockey. I mean, yeah, some hockey players from from Russia are getting. Uh, heckled and getting threatened and what was it i believe the tennis squad <laughs> so, so some other teams uh also from russia right are being ostracized and not being allowed to play talk to us what you talk about what you think about that right the sports world stepping up and making some noise and saying y'all can't play with us as well after what's going on right now in ukraine yeah i believe i think it's the right move to send a message to Russia, unfortunately, they have to be the pawns in this. But they, they, they're also, you know, they're, 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 they're the international figures that we know. Yeah. Um. I don't, wish, I don't agree with the heckling of the, of the guys from Russia that are playing in the National Hockey League that are over here in our soil. Um. I don't think they per se have anything to do with it. I don't think they, you know, I don't even know if they agree or disagree with what's going on. Right. So it's, I don't know about that, but I do by believe association kind of is is what, what that is is guilty. By yeah, oh, brother, we know that yeah. by we know uh, that for sure. Yes, sir. Right, that, based that's on, what it know, is. Based on our, our, our background and, and, and you know our nationality. Yeah. Um. I but I do believe with them, I you know the international play. I think it's the right thing to do. I mean, mm. and you got to also understand if they were to play, think about what things that could possibly happen to them. They would be in danger. True. If True. they were to play. So, so I think it's 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 right on both ends. Don't get me wrong. I think, you know, banning their national soccer team, women and men's banning their their, their national hockey leagues, banning their, their their national play or their international. I'm so sorry, their international play from going on. I believe that's the right thing to do because people that are against it can harm those those people that are that. Like I said, maybe not. They don't. Maybe they may not agree with Putin at all yeah. what they're doing. But the fact of the matter is that they represent that country. They can be in danger. So that that's another reality, and, I, and it, 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 it all the all end of all, we don't want nobody dead, man. We don't want no. That's true. I don't care where you're from. I don't want. I don't want to see nobody hurt or no one dead. But unfortunately, in these times and what we're going through, you know, the, this is the reality that we live in. Just don't know what's going to happen. Just pr- prayers up for everyone that's involved, indirectly and directly. It's uh, sad truth is it's going to get worse. Right. For, mm-hmm. for everybody involved, especially after you know Biden gets done sitting down and, and, and just, you know, because, you know, Putin is watching. And, but, you know, yeah. we're not a political show, but we, we, we talk about social impact things. So we're not going to go too deep into that. But again, just just be cognizant, folks. There, there are things happening in the world that you need to raise up a little bit and take take notice of and uh, uh, just just be aware of what's going on on the planet. So. And, um, and also, to add to that, add to that, James, I think people need to be aware of the Russian communities that are in some of these cities. You know, let's mm, let's be cognizant mm. of them. I mean, some of those people, you know, you, let's not believe what TV says. You know, TV makes yeah. Russian people look like they're all criminals and gangsters and spies and all that stuff. And that's not the truth. I mean, some of those, you know, those people are hardworking people just like we are. That's a good they're point. immigrants just like here trying to make a better life for themselves just like everybody else. So I hope people don't take the take the initiative to kind of harass those people at all just based on because of where they're from 
Because if that's the case, they would be harassing all of us because none of us are from here. We're all imported. If you want to be, let's keep it real. Go, go ahead. All the people that's from here is Native American. We all imported. Go ahead. So, now. Yeah, we, we know how unfortunately we got here, but okay. I, yeah, I see where you're yeah, going. Yeah. I see where you're yeah, going. So, I mean, I mean, so I, I would hope, I hope, I would hope people don't take that initiative to do anything to, to harm anybody. If anything, take this opportunity to have healthy conversation yeah, and yeah. understand where they're coming from and what's going on and get it and get and get a bit, get, get the view through their lens and see yeah. what's going on so you can have a better understanding. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of order, I'm going to say today for tonight's show, uh, but I will say, you know, we got a couple of topics that we would go on and in, in terms of, uh, when I said not a lot of order, right? Just did, didn't have the opportunity to actually come up with a full runner show and in terms of uh, specific topics. Got, got a handful of them. We're going to dive into them. And yeah, like we just talked about the Russian players and what's going on there. Um, mm-hmm. You brought up the one about Art Browse. I want I want to save that for, for for third. Next, I want to talk about what's happened literally today with Major League Baseball Ooh. and Major League Baseball canceling the first two series because uh, the players and the players associate the players association and the league the owners couldn't come to a final consensus in terms of um, how much money everybody gets. Mm-hmm. I, I err on the side of the players just because I err on the side of the players and, and instead of the billionaires that are, that are out there trying, trying to keep every single penny that, that, that they get from merchandising and, and, the, and the gate and the concession and, and all this, man, what do you, what do you think about it? This is a sad day for, for baseball, just for the fact that uh, the commissioner of baseball had to come out and say, they are canceling opening day. Uh, I don't even know if spring training is happening. Be honest with you. No, no spring training is happening. Right. So, all, that's and, all. And again, that, that's crazy that. talk, right? So, so all this is going on, and it, and it's just it's just unfortunate. What what do you think about this, man? I'm not sure if you uh, saw this. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been following it. Major League Baseball has has uh, they have an issue. They have a real issue in in on the money side. They don't owners don't want to give up anymore. Yeah, and players want and players want more. Um, but I I will I will give it to the I will. I was, re- I was watching a couple of programs kind of kind of kind of talking about it. Major League Baseball players are paid. They, they got the highest bankroll of every professional sport in the yeah, United no States. Cap. Yeah, there's no cap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got the highest bankroll. So those their players are making a lot of money. Mm. But people don't understand professional baseball is in layers. Now major leaders make money, but triple A, double A, mm, single A don't make money. Yeah. And it all that. comes out of the same pot, which people don't understand. They thought it, you know, it comes out of the owner's pot. Throughout the money they give out to the organization for them to filtrate it all the way through in and out. So there's a lot of money that's being spent that they, they don't recoup, which I get. But again, you know, we're arguing over money, over penny, over they're playing with they're playing. You gotta think these billionaires are playing that this is just a game to them. This is like monopoly to them. Mm-hmm. They build their baseball teams just to say they own it, to go out there and play. They win the World Series and do all that. It's all good. At the end of the day, it's all profit sharing. It goes in a big bucket. They divide it amongst the owners. They make their money. They the, divide the billions of dollars up. So we we get that part. Players do deserve more, in a sense. I'm not actually saying money, but I do believe games should be cut scaled back. They shouldn't have to pay a hundred. They shouldn't have to play a hundred and some odd sixty some odd games. Yeah, yeah. I do believe there needs to be better medical coverage for them. I do believe they need to have a pension for people that used to play and don't have money no more. Or they 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 did some, you know some some unfortunate situation had also medical expenses for that beyond beyond that I, I I'm almost on the side of the owners with the salary thing man I don't think the salaries need to go up you know I think they just need to provide better benefits and things on the side to say hey in the long term we're still going to take care of you no matter what happens that's it that's um, that's a good point okay I mean I I like that perspective as well and for folks you know I've got this on the screen here the last time that we actually had that those logouts and those strikes uh man I I remember 94 95 I I, I was deep in the baseball at that time and that was <laughs> I, look, man I I was you know have I had my mitt and my everything I was rooting for my players too and and that lockout that 948 games lost good lord hopefully we don't go through that right now again Nah, I don't think it's gonna go to that. I think that it's too much money to be lost for yeah. them to do that. Yeah. And, and you guys, and I, I thought I think people gotta understand though, money comes from TV generation generated. Yeah. Yeah. Not it's not it's not it's not so much the ticket sales. It's the it's the, it's the, the memorabilia and the TV. Um, baseball 
to me, and what we talked about this before, they've done a horrible job marketing. <laughs> Just like basketball with the WNBA. Baseball has done a horrible job. I think that baseball needs to do something to kickstart themselves. And the first thing you got to do is take care of your players. That's the first thing. You got to take care of them and figure out what they want to do. Um, once they do that, I think they gotta they gotta they gotta push the restart button to figure out somehow how to market themselves, generate themselves, and make baseball an in thing now. Because right now, baseball is an afterthought. You know, when it comes to the, the major sports, it's, yeah. it's third now. You know, you, you've always and said it, you think that baseball has kind of missed their mark in terms of just it, promoting and marketing, especially to the kids, right? Because no one, yes. you you, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna speak for you, but you you said, mm-hmm. you said you know no one wants to sit through a three hour game. And, and no, no, I mean that is a long time. I look, I, I love the game and, and and all that, but yeah, three hours is a long time. And and if the only uh, break in the game is a seventh inning stretch where you get up and go get some peanuts and popcorn, man, you you, you got to do something a little different. I, so I, I hear what you're saying on that, and, and just compared it to yeah to an NBA or to an NFL game, or so to a to a football game or to a basketball game, yeah, the the pace of the game is definitely an issue. The pace of the game is is definitely an issue. When you're look, when you're used to seeing someone like a Steph Curry, LeBron James, or you know someone like uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know someone out there lighting it up out there on, on their respective field. When you just waiting for forty five seconds and it's just a duel, <laughs> it's a battle between the pitcher and the batter, and all they're doing is spitting all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think that I just think that they haven't done a great job of of of, of enlightening us with the history of baseball, mm. how it is and why it is strategic and why they do the things they do and why they play the things they do. You know, why they do the things they do while they're playing. Right. I mean, like I said, baseball is only interesting to me when it becomes the playoffs and mainly the World Series. Otherwise, during the regular season, I mean, you can say that for all sports, but definitely for baseball, it's like, man, it's like watching things, <laughs> right? They don't, they don't, except for when they did the, the game on the Field of Dreams. Like, I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they're doing dope. some different things. So I think baseball needs to figure out a niche and say something, do something to say, hey, we need to come up with something creative and go. I think the problem with baseball is they don't have a face. Yeah, Baseball doesn't have a face. You know, every other sport has a face. LeBron yeah. is the face of the NBA. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady was the face of the NFL. I don't. Who's the face of baseball? I don't even yeah, know. I don't it, even know. Because it changes, right? Because it was Trout for a while. It was probably yeah. Big Poppy for a minute, but now he's gone. You know, it, it, you're right. It, it's very, it's very haphazard. Very quick. Who is is leading yeah. the charge from a marketing side? And, and yeah, baseball yeah. really doesn't have that. And anybody in the comments, if you can think of someone who may be that it person for baseball, we, we'd love to hear that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can't think of anyone who is. It, yeah, it's, it's no face of it, and uh, you know, I'm. I'm tired of like I said, and then then baseball has a lot of issues with the pastime. You know, what I'm saying they have a they have an issue like we said with Barry Bonds and Pete Rose not mm-hmm, getting in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have an issue with the Negro League. Mm-hmm. You know, we still you know those guys aren't been abducted the way they should have been, or being counted in those same realms, right. or being celebrated. You know, the way they should be doing. Um, I think there's not enough celebration of Latin players. You know, it's an influx of Latin players in baseball, yet there's not a lot of celebration about Latin players. You know, only when they do good at hit home runs, you get sound bites because of their broken English or whatnot. But right, you right. just get yeah. sound bites, and that's it. Uh, let's celebrate their culture, celebrate where they do it, how they do it, where they they're, they're at, in order to cultivate the whole sport. I just think they've done a horrible job of of doing that. I think they just think it's going to lie, but they're going to it's going to survive just because it's baseball. And I think mm-hmm. they're starting to see that it doesn't. Now, baseball can't tell me the numbers aren't suffering money wise. I know, maybe the, I don't know how the books look. But you can't tell me. <laughs> you don't want to look at the books, 10, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you look at 10 years ago, like I said, or actually longer than that, 20 years ago when the juice ball was there and, and when baseball was really exciting, I bet you the numbers were off the chart much yeah. money they was making, comparable to the money they're making now. Um, so I just think they need to do some different things. I, I do, I, But I don't believe they need to give them more money. I really don't. I think they need to figure out a way to say, you know, we're going to take care of everybody in the long haul. Because everybody wants to know, make sure, like, hey, when this is all over with, when I'm not making the millions of dollars anymore, uh, God forbid something happens to me and my family where this money is going to be drained or gone or I have health issues or whatnot, who's going to take care of me? And and not only the major league guys, because they're pretty too much taken care of, let's talk about the triple-A guys that made that their career. The double-A guys that made that that their career, the single-A guys that are teetering between them, but that's their career. They played in that league for 20 years. They don't have anything. 
That's true. So yeah, because if you think about it, seventy percent or whatever percentage of folks aren't going to make it, aren't going to get that call, right? To go from yeah. the Sacramento River Cats to go to the San Francisco Giants, because that's who kind of feeds yeah. into into that organization. Yeah. Yep. Most of them are going to stay there making thirty, forty, fifty. I don't, I don't know what the number is. Fifty thousand dollars a year, and yep. they live in California, and it's tough to yeah. So, well, so can you imagine that, that now? Now, say this is a guy that they played basically. He's been trying to make major leagues and been somewhat successful, but he's been teetering through those three those three levels for the last 15 years mm. and now he tweaks his elbow can't play no more yeah where's his benefits at where 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 you know where does he go he, he shouldn't just have kaiser yeah. <laughs> you know no disrespect <laughs> to kaiser but i'm saying you just can't you just yeah. can't give him kaiser yeah. and say hey this just this this whole baseball anomaly is making billions and billions of dollars and yet you're going to get one of his employees that was generate just a tiny bit of money Kaiser, after he's done, I don't think that's fair, and I think that's one of the things. I, I, I don't know if that's being talked in that discussion with they're going while they're going to lockout, but I think those are the discussions that players want to see. Like, hey man, you don't have to cut the bigger checks, but you need to make sure, hey, there's something in the pot after the after the rainbow's over when it's yeah. the end of the rainbow. Yeah. I think that would be more than suffice for them to say, okay, let's work out a, a collective bargaining deal where we're going to make sure you guys are taking care of the money is filtrated all the way down. And make sure some of the current money is still freight charged all the way down, so we can say, "Hey, come to an agreement and, and kick off baseball." I like it. I like it, and, I, and I'm, sure, I'm sure it is, right? I just, I would, I would assume that it is, and I would hope that it is, because so many smart players, current and and in the past, that have either gone through whatever. Uh, I mean, I mean, something like a CTE is not the same type of conversation in baseball as is yeah, football. Yeah. But, but you're right. You know, you still need to take care of benefits, and you still need to take yeah. care of your teeth. You still need to do all those other things, and. And just having that uh, that pension well, plans for yeah yeah when you get off the diamond. Regardless of how regardless of who you are, what great shape is, we're all going to need health care as we get older. Right, we need we need it. that's why it's in place. Yeah, I think they they need to understand that they're going to be taken care of regardless. And not only in this country, but also if they're native country, if they leave and have citizenship somewhere, they can come back and be have health care. Because uh, like we said, we have a big influence of Latino players that are there that are in baseball that are doing their thing. That aren't from this country. They're from Puerto Rico. They're from Cuba. They're from wherever they're at. They should still be able to have the access. Say, you know, if I'll come back, I can I can depend on what I've done for baseball for all those years and made all that money. That they're going to be able to help take care of me, health wise, yeah. and go. And I'm not talking about like I said, the rich ones. I'm talking about the ones that aren't rich because there's a lot. There's more that are not rich than the ones that are. So <laughs> yeah, there's got to be there's got to be a balance. them big old checks, right? Everyone's yeah, yeah. There's got to be a, yeah. There's got to be a balance to that. So I hope that's those are the discussions. I mean, they really. I watched a little bit of TV on it, but I mean, I can't really figure out what's the big holdmate except for money. Right. You know, who gets more money? But I don't know if they're saying more money in my pocket or more money, like I said, to the collective bargaining thing so we can take care of people or we can take care of our player. They haven't said where that those allowed those funds are supposed to be allowed for the more money they want. Yeah. You know, yeah, baseball is real secretive, right? We, we hear about what goes yeah. on at the owners' meetings at, at the NFL side all, all the time, right? We, we know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if it maybe is supposed to be secret or not, but we that, that stuff gets leaked out. But we don't know if they're talking about divvying up the cash across the teams. If they're talking about uh, shortening, elongating game, do, doing whatever. It's 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 real. There's a lot of superstition in baseball. It, it, well, it is. And you it, know, it's, you, it's unnecessary, you, but it really is. But you mentioned that I did see one thing to talk about the larger market teams mm. getting more of a getting more of a, a, a of a cap. Because the cost of living is is more in the larger markets or something like that, I don't know. I know that was one of the that's a sticker point for sure. Because smaller market teams are like, hold on, man, you guys can just hoard all the players because you can pay more out of the cap than than we can. So yeah. I know that was one of the sticking points. I don't even know how that's justified, dude. They all make millions of dollars, so it don't matter where you live. It ain't no cost of living difference when you're making millions and millions, you know, except for the tax break. Yeah. Obviously, I want to play in Florida if I was anybody, Florida, <laughs> Texas. But or have my <laughs> residence in Florida. Right? I play wherever I want to, but my house. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. In but, but I know that was one of the sticking points. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not that selfish on the on the players' collective bargaining. Yeah. Gotcha. I hope it isn't. It's like, and on the owners too. I hope it's just not something that's that selfish. I hope they're talking about, hey, what can we do to prevent to help the long term part of baseball and mm. the long term players that have been here. And let's help them out, kind of like how basketball is done, how football is talking about it now more so than ever. You know, let's 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 take care of the the OGs. We should say yeah. that played that paved the way for us to play now, 
and let's make sure we have something intact. So when things don't work out that way, they can come back here and at very least have health care, you know. At the minimum, that's what you want. At the, at, at a minimum, you, you got to have that because you always, you always, it's like insurance. You got to have it just in case. Got to have it. You got to have it. Uh, let's, all right, let's go. Let's get in our brows. Let's, let's talk about, let's talk about this interesting, very, I, I'm, I'm going to spotlight you brother, because this, this is a, this is an interesting story and, and I kind of want you to break it down for, for the people in the back of the room Okay. <laughs> about what's happening yeah. with our brows at, and, and grandma. At, absolutely. Absolutely. So our brows was the former head coach at Baylor at Baylor university of Baylor. Um, just got recently got hired as the offensive coordinator at Grambling state. Um, after he was let go based on some some things and some foul things that went on at went on at, at Baylor State. And the foul things that went on, I think one of the major things that went on is that um he didn't report um a really bad culture that was going on at Baylor. And what I mean by this really bad culture is that when he was at Baylor, him and the AD didn't report to NCAA or didn't report to the law that there was basically a lot of rapes amongst his players and my student amongst the student body. So and the, and the cap the number off, thirty one of his players were accused of fifty two rapes. I'll repeat that again, thirty one players were accused of fifty two rapes and they weren't reported under his leadership as the head coach. So Crazy. that being said, they did an investigation. He got fired, mm-hmm. and then turn around, Hugh Jackson hires this man. You know he he worked in high school as a head coach, and then he turned around and then Hugh Jackson hires this man as the offense coordinator. And now he's been met with a lot of resistance. So now he's going to step down and not be the offensive coordinator, which is great. But epic fail on Hugh Jackson's part, number one. Yeah. Epic fail. Um, to bring this man, young man, into any college to kind of do that where he already failed um, as a leader in that point. Um, felt, felt, I think he failed, you know, not only the program, but he failed the young men that there were there, that was there, that he had, that he was supposed to be coaching and taking care of within that system. Uh, he failed the NCAA because he failed to report it. Mm-hmm. Um, he failed the campus of Baylor, which is still being punished right now and sanctioned right now for scholarships and whatnot. Um, he just he browsers browsers failed. Now I don't know the man personally at all. He could be a great guy, could be a great OC, but the fact of the matter, you're a victim of the a victim of the things you did. You did not report these these actions going on at the school amongst your players because you trumped winning football games over basic humanity. Especially when these young these men were assaulting women on campus, yeah. and you just chose to turn the other head and not report it. I wouldn't want that person on my campus. So why? You know, and so there, there's a question, and and, and and so thanks for going deep into that because so yeah, here's the question that I ask, and I'm just I'm really wondering what why why is he still coaching? Why why is he still why is he just being shoveled around, pushed around to other? I'm gonna call Graham high profile types of uh, programs and, and still managing, leading, coaching, uh, being, being a motivational leader, so to, so to speak for, for, for young men out there on, on the playing field. Why, why does he still have a job when these types of accusations are are, are out there about what, what has happened under his tutelage? Right. Yeah. I I don't, I I don't understand it. I like, I mean, are there no more coaches? Are, are there no? No, no there's plenty of coaches out there. That's the problem. There's plenty of <laughs> coaches out there, and I don't, I don't know why he chose him. Yeah. Let, let's 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 keep it 100. Yeah. The coaching, the coaching environment, and the coaching lifestyle is who you know. It's a ne- it's it's a nepotism. Who you know, what you know, not what you know, but who you know, kind of kind of fraternity amongst them. And I'm sure I, I believe Browse is probably Hugh Jackson's friend, and knows him and knew him pretty well, and wanted to give him an opportunity. The great thing, the one great thing about cancer culture, they identified it and, and put the press on, put the put, put the press on to make sure he's not a coach over there at Grambling State. Now, I I say it's a huge epic fail for Hugh Jackson is because what right parent would want to send their kid to 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 be coached by this man, right? And to ignore if my son is doing wrong doings and not fix it. Yeah, there's a there's a difference. I mean, there's a difference. They say, hey. One one guy, one bad seed committed rape, and we reported it, and it's all gone. Mm-hmm. You guys, 31 of his players <laughs> are accused of 52 rapes. That means a couple of them did multiple rapes on he women did, on campus. Exactly, yeah. And the fact of the matter, you didn't take any action to correct this behavior, correct this thing, 
and let it go on because you continue to want to win football games, there's the problem. I love football. I do. I love football to the it's, it's helped me provide everything I got in my life, mm-hmm. but not at the expense of raping somebody. Yeah. Right. Where, where, where are your priorities? Right. Uh, coach, exactly. Right? If, if you're, if you're more worried about the, the, the X's and O's and the W's and L's, as opposed to the women that were involved in this and, and even the men that were involved in this, right? Cause, cause you, you think that they need some, some, some guidance, some assistance or whatever, or, or just mm-hmm. may, may need to be put behind bars for a little while, but you know, still just, just by, by pushing it under the rug and and worrying about who you, who you suiting up against ne- next weekend, as opposed to again, take, taking care of, of the, the, the trauma that, individuals on your team have been have been causing some other folks within the within the campus society uh, yeah i just don't understand why one he's not locked up for something i don't, I don't know what well i mean well, again, well, and, well, I, and i don't know what but but you know what yeah, he, i don't I mean, know he's why not he's not put, put, he, put in juvie for a minute yeah, he didn't physically do anything he didn't physically do the right accessory i don't know i don't know all that to that I, level but but i do believe i do believe he needs to be he needs to be punished and punish to a point where, you know, you can't come and coach college football or you're definitely not going to coach it on a large-scale yeah. program because you enable that behavior. Yeah, That's the problem. It's not the problem that he coached. He you enable that behavior because you didn't report them and you knowingly knew about it. That's a big – That's a, so you just covered up, you know, 31 men committing crimes against 52 women. You know, and I, and I, and I, and I can't take credit that I know all that stuff. I, Joy Taylor – she she's the one on, and I hate to give a shout out, but Joy Taylor's the one that kind of brought it to our attention mm-hmm. on on her podcast, and I think she was talking about, um, you know, these women now, these fifty two women, have to relive this situation over and over again. All the, the time, yeah, yeah. But as long as he's in the media about not getting a job at Grambling, and he's on a highlight film, a highlight reel, or somebody's talking about him, even like us, these women have to relive this ordeal again that happened under his watch. And under his watchman, he was the leader of these men. He was the head coach. He had the power to report it. He had the power to pull the scholarship. He had the power to kick those guys off the team and get them out of school. Yeah. He chose not to because he wanted to win football games. And that that's the bigger problem. That's the bigger issue. Sad, man. It's it, it's sad. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, what What is this? This is the board's next meeting is set for April 28th. We'll, we'll see what happens come out, out of that conversation. Uh Probably nothing. Probably still, still going to going to be on the on the on the roster as as a coach, but um, still around I'm, around these young men and and not really. Taking well, I heard they, they said. I mean, there's, there's mixed communications. Some people say he's resigned. Some people said he rescinded his resignation. He still wants to try to coach. He wants to you know stick by this stick by the guns. My my biggest thing is not him getting hired or, or that. My problem on this whole thing is Hugh Jackson. Like, mm. where are you not doing your homework? Right, right. And why would you bring something like this to a campus or a job that, that's a new job for you at an HBCU who's given kind of your second fresh start? And I know they kind of gave you the reins to do what you want to do. But at the same time, why are you know, you need to pay attention to what these people background and what's going on as well. Why would you bring somebody like that into this new, to the new culture you're trying to build? Yeah. You know, and especially now, now that we've got we've got a lot of positive light showing on HBCU, yes. what with what Coach Sanders is doing, right now. Now you bring yeah. bring this madness home, and and now this is what we're talking about, and it's you know it, it all falls under the umbrella. That's just what's going to happen. Folks going to say, oh, this is what's going on at at, at HBCUs, uh, as as even though it wasn't there, it was at it was at it was at Baylor, but. Yeah, you're right. We don't we don't need this negative. We don't need this smoke coming <laughs> when we're trying to have yeah, more positive. Well, I, I would I would just say you you don't need this period in any program. Yeah. But I'm I'm just I'm wondering where Hugh Jackson's mind is. It like mm-hmm. why why would you like you had to know about the allegations? You if it was just the allegations, it wasn't charges. You had to know about the allegations. You knew he was fired for Baylor. You knew he was fired fired for Baylor for a sexual misconduct and a sexual misconduct investigation. Yeah. So why would you say I'm going to bring that to my job? That's like you bringing somebody to your job that you know is a computer hacker. Not going to do it. You know he's a hacker, but he's been charged with being a hacker. He's been investigated for hackers. But you're like, you know what? I'm going to bring him on on board so he can go ahead and get down and do do his thing and take all these people's personal information and leak it out to the world. That just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that's like, that's just poor judgment on Hugh Jackson's fault. And I wish, I, I really wish he would step up and say something. Like instead of just running behind the shadows and like I'm stick either he's like I'm sticking to my guns or whatever. 
why don't you come out and speak as well and say, you know what? Hey, he's a friend of mine. I thought this was going to be a great opportunity for him to kind of rebuild his career. But I, evidently I was wrong. I, I didn't re- I didn't realize the ramifications of the charges, the things that was going on and blah, blah, blah. And keep it moving. Why? Why ain't he owning up to this shit? That's my yeah. problem. Excuse my point. No, why I, ain't he I mean, I'm, I'm looking to see if, if there's been anything coming out, coming out of Jackson. And, and he has not one word. said anything in, in, the, in the rags as of late. Just trying trying to be quiet about it, which it's not going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> it just this is not no, something. He don't want it to go thing. away. Yeah, yeah. He wants it to go away, but it's not, man. I mean, own, own it, man. Own it. You mean, either you made it, either, either. Hey, I want to stick by my friend. I want to give him a job. I would appreciate either way he felt on the side of the fence. If he said, you know, that's my friend. He's a great coach. I want him to be. You know, I want to be a part of a program. I know he's a great mentor for the kids. I want to give him a second chance. I would accept that. I'm like, okay, I get where you're coming from. But for you to say be ghost and not say anything. Knowing all these 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 things, this man has been charged or not charged, but he's been associated with all these other things, and being quiet doesn't help. You're not giving any explanation. So there, where I lie with Hugh Jackson, that's a big problem for me. Yeah, and here, I mean, as you were talking, I pulled this up. Hugh put out this this tweet using his the Hugh Jackson Foundation, talking about hashtag uh, forgiveness, redemption, enlightenment and the Graham fam to show his support for his decision to hire Art Browse. And he puts out this, this, this long, this uh, letter uh, to, to the, to the state of that, which is no no, forgiveness. We believe that all are deserving of forgiveness and without it, healing can't begin. No, man. Well, well, wait, 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 let's pause pause on that. Let me, let me, if that was his daughter, his daughter, If his daughter was one of those fifty-two victims, what that's, where, that's where I was going to say, right? Let let it, let it come in your house, right? Let let you yeah. be directly involved instead of indirectly. Let let this actually be one one of your children that's been affected exactly. by this. You're gonna have some different words for sure. You're gonna have, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we believe he, that all he, are deserving of forgiveness, and without it, healing can't begin. No, man. Uh, no, I, I think he was looking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe I believe in redemption, and I believe people can. Overcoming, I do believe in forgiveness of certain things, but I also believe you need to be you need to be um, relatively aware of your surroundings where you're at. You're gonna this this guy again ignored these 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 incidents happening under his watch under his program where he had the power to make change and he didn't. But, you know, whatever the case may be, that's fine. But he made a choice not to report those. He made a choice not to give it. You know, to have the AD do it. He made a choice to choose football over those fifty-two victims. Yeah, he made those choices. So, unfortunately, when you when you make choices, right or wrong or indifferent, you have to suffer consequences. One of the consequences is, unfortunately, you can't coach at, at this true. level anymore. That's true. And and look, I'm it's interesting as we're digging into this. I, I see Hugh and and Bryles have uh, known each other for a while because looking at that's that what I'm line, Hugh Jackson defends Art Bryles in the 2016 when he was coach of the Browns. So I, I'm. I'm hesitant to even look and see what what that was back in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even want to go down that. That, that may be some TMZ type stuff. So I, I, I'm gonna yeah, stay yeah. with. But there we go, right there. So this is probably a pattern with this person. So yeah, he's done his research and he knows that Browse has had issues with whatever the case may. I'm, I'm gonna bring it up. Hold on, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take it off the screen. You, you trying to make, you trying to you trying to get a hot? <laughs> yeah, you know I'm I, I'm gonna I'm take it off the screen. And just see what see what this is right here. Oh my God, who Jackson has been in our Browse corner before? Uh, uh, Browse was fired from Baylor in May of 2016. Oh no, so that that, mm-hmm. that was about that. But oh my God, I don't know. I'll read it. I'll read it later. I'll figure it out. But yeah. a pattern, a pattern of uh. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, a malfeasance. Never use that word. I don't yeah. even know how to spell it, so don't ask, don't ask me how to spell it. God, <laughs> well, I mean, man, like, like I said, man, ignoring and choosing, like I said, you, you chose football over those 52 victims. Yeah. You chose to protect those 31 people that were wrong over those 52 victims when you had the power to control it. Uh, you know, control the narrative, at least correct the narrative after one or two. 31? Come on, man, 31? Yeah, that's... You can't ignore that's that. That's crazy. You can't ignore that. Them numbers, you can't, you can't, you can't ignore. ignore that. You can't you can't even bother. You can't say anything to make me want to understand that. That's why you were fired. That's why the AD was fired, because you both covered it up. And you had, like I said, you had the power to stop it and correct it and all that stuff. That bothers me. And I'm and you want me to let my child come play for you? You know, I mean, I don't at this point, I don't really care about X's and O's. I'm questioning your character. Uh, yeah. You know, 
Because yeah. you're not gonna teach my child, you're not gonna teach my child right from wrong. You're gonna cover up what if he does something to be a player on your team. You know, don't, your don't, job don't, is to don't help be, raise Don't be kid. surprised if a handful of folks go to the extreme and 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 change their their location, right? Decide to transfer. I I, I don't I don't know if it'll be a whole lot, but right, don't be don't be surprised, I guess, you know, if, if a couple of kids and families say, you know, we we don't even want to be in the in the same breath as as Gramlin and and, and Baylor right Brother now, brother man, about about if, if, if I was in the HBC world and and Coach Biles was playing for them, I would even go so far as I probably wouldn't play them. Wow, because I wouldn't support it as a team. I would be like, you know, we don't. We'll take the we'll take the wow. forfeit. That's We're not going to play against you because That's I'm not going right to. There. Because I'm not going to support that man. I'm not going to support where we're going to choose covering up acts of crime for football. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, and don't they call mm. me old? I mean, I'm old school, obviously. And you know, you know that all that other stuff the kids want to talk <laughs> about. But at the bottom line, I'm looking in there from. I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. I have three daughters. Though one of those victims were my daughter, and I know this man could have stopped it. He could have, you know, that that person raped one girl, and then all of a sudden he raped my daughter. And you knew about the first girl, and you didn't do anything about it. You know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yo, I'm. I'm <laughs> They're gonna be a I'm problem for sure. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact of the matter, you didn't do anything about it. You knew that this person has raped one victim. You didn't do anything. He kept playing football. Life was just glory. He just going about his business. And then he rapes another person that might have been my daughter or could have been my daughter. Mm. I, I have a really serious problem with that. I have a real I have a real problem, real issue with that. So that's where I'm coming from. If I was a coach at HBCU and Gremlin was on my schedule, if he's the head coach, we're not playing him. And I would and I and I would reiterate that throughout my whole program. The AD, if the AD wanted to fire me because I said I'm not going to play him, then he could fire me. But I would take that stand. There's no way I'm no. not going to support it. No, I, I guarantee you, you, you definitely have more support from your constituents and your school and and your your boosters and and everyone around you if you if you were you know caught up in that situation. So, uh, I, I, look, I see a lot of folks. I, I know we we got folks watching this on Twitter. It's, it's a shame you can't comment. Uh, come on over to YouTube. I, I see, I see folks uh, on the other <laughs> social networks too. Chime in. You, we, you know we're getting into it. Don't don't be bashful. Don't be bashful. But uh, um, what else is going on? We getting we getting ready to get into March Madness. I think. I, yep. <laughs> I think I've been watching a few games ever ever since Coach Howard got into his 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 little, little yeah. stuff in Wisconsin <laughs> just to see if there's going to be some some more fisticuffs. But they haven't been. They they they've uh, there've been some late timeouts. There've, there've been some questionable calls, but there haven't been any anybody throwing blows or, or trying to choke mm -hmm. nobody out. But we, we'll yeah. see. You know, right now I speak about that because Wisconsin is playing Purdue right now. They're they're winning at halftime. We'll see see how that all works out. I, mm -hmm. Georgetown didn't doing good. Was watching Coach Coach Ewing and Coach Ewing, and they're not. Uh, they just not doing good. <laughs> so well. I mean, well, Coach Ewing, Coach Ewing got a lot of things going on with it with that program. I yeah. mean, I think Georgetown. I think the 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 the, the remember the the pattern of the Georgetown, the Dukes, the North Carolinas, them being powerhouses are kind of a, a, a forgotten piece because we know college players don't stay. Good good college players are going pro don't stay forever no more. Yeah, they don't. They're not cultivated in programs. They go one and they're done. Two and they're done. Where why we have the Gonzagas and the Butlers, their players stay for four years. That's why they're so good. True. Coming yeah. into the tournament, they got they, they have a pipeline that's coming through. I think what with, with, with uh, Patrick Ewing is, it's hard for him to kind of build that program. I think it takes time. Remember Gonzaga and them and Butlers and all those programs that we see the the University of St. Mary's. Those programs took forever to get to where they're at. It took them years and years and years and years. And that's the new stage of college basketball. It takes a long time to build those programs unless you want to go get the one and done and have your program go up and down. Um, and Georgetown right now has not got that one guy that can kind of do it or those two superstars that can do it. It's, it. It takes a tremendous amount of time. I think if Georgetown fires him, I think, or they get rid of him or he's get let go, I think it would be a travesty because Patrick Ewing is Georgetown. Yeah, He's the true. ultimate symbol. Yeah, if it ain't John yeah. Thompson, it's Patrick Ewing. Yeah, and I think I, I think again, I think he can do it. I think they just got to give him time and let him execute and let him figure out what he wants to do as far as bringing players in there and how he wants to go out and get them and make sure he gets those guys there. Um, we're gonna we're gonna see the same thing happen to Duke when Coach Chesky's gone. They gonna have a hard time rebuilding their program. We saw North Carolina. North Carolina hasn't been the same since Dean Smith left. Yeah, Roy Williams did okay, 
but they haven't been the same since Dean Smith left at all. So when you replace an iconic coach like John Thompson and all those, and then I think it just takes them a lot of time to kind of just rebuild that program and get it back to where it wants to be. Kentucky, I mean, Connecticut hasn't been the same since their coach left. Uh, remember uh, St. John's coach? He gone. Yeah. They haven't been the same. Remember, the Big East used to be the powerhouse. Syracuse used to be. I mean, I used to talk about Ronnie yeah, Sykley Syracuse, all the time. Exactly, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We dating ourselves now, talking about Ronnie Sykley yeah. and, and Syracuse. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind dating myself, but I mean, I think people need to understand the one thing we do have in our culture that we don't have. We don't have patience. Ooh. You know, especially we, we want instant gratification. We want to yeah. do it now. We want to do it now. I think in program and programs like that, you have to have patience because, um, um. Rome wasn't built overnight. You mm-hmm. can't build a program on it. No one's going to come because they know because of Patrick Ewing. We know Patrick Ewing. The kids don't know Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Your 18 year old don't know who Patrick Ewing is. Mine. Yeah. Mine don't know who he is unless I bring him up on YouTube. So I think that he needs to be on this deal and, and, and get out and talk and be like, hey, I want to bring this great again and recruit the, recruit the right players and find that diamond in the rough to help bring the program back into the tournament. But those are the differences between the Gonzagas. And now the Georgetowns. The Gonzaga has guys that people didn't want, but they're going to stay there for four years and they get better and better and better <laughs> by the time they're sophomore, junior year. They're playing and they're in this program and everything stays the same. If if North Carolina gets a good player, he's there for one year and he's out. Yeah. No, you, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm looking at the, kind of the standings and the rankings, right? Duke is at four. Uh, Kentucky's at seven and you know, that's just, that just seems low for Kentucky, right? They, they just have been dominant for so long and for them to be down to that level. And then who, mm-hmm. where, where was the other one I was looking for? Where was Kansas? Kansas was, was down significantly as well compared to what, again, well, six, but, but, but again, no, when you think of the folks well, making it to sweet 16, you know, making a, it all the way you through. Know the James was a prime example. USC. USC's been horrible in basketball up yeah. to last year. Yeah. Up to last year, they got they got pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, that program they, has they been won, they just won against uh, Milwaukee. So no, you know, I'm looking at UIC. My, my fault. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying USC's been traditionally a bad program, historically yeah. bad program. Yeah, yeah USC in basketball. basketball. Yeah. And now, now they now they got good. So they figured out a formula to get themselves great. UCLA has been pretty good, but. Cal Berkeley hasn't been good since since Jason wow. Kidd and them guys were there. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So people don't understand. It takes time to build that program. I think of Georgetown fires John Thompson because he hasn't got instant gratification. I haven't made the instant oatmeal yet. They need to they need to slow down and let them boil a little bit and let them get some get some you know like, the kind of got to boil grits, like you know, let, let them grit simmer you know like like yeah, my grandma yeah, told man. you how to I do them. <laughs> we don't have a lot of patience with those guys, and I think. In basketball, when you get to that level, I mean, a lot of development has to go on to play. You know, a lot of kids coming out of high school are very raw. He wants to fit them in the system. And Patrick, Patrick, I'm pretty sure, wants to get those guys all pro-ready, be able to play in the pro game. Well, that takes development. There's not yeah. a lot of kids that come out of high school that are pro- professional ready. I think in all college sports, they run, especially Division One, they run out of the patience. You yeah. know, they want now. We, we got to win now. We want, want guys that come and play right now, coming as a freshman and do the thing. Football is a little bit different because inside the attributes, but basketball is really attribute driven. There's only so many seven footers you can find across That's the country. True. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if he if he doesn't land one, he can't do what he really wants to do just yet. Got to wait till he lands one and gets somebody and does his thing. So, I mean, they, just a little patience, man. I think it'd be. I think everything will work itself out. It's it's crazy, right? It's, it's, it's mindset too, right? I mean, it's patience and and and. Now they have other incentives as well, right? So we, yes. we, we started from day zero talking about NIL, right? So if I'm not getting paid for me being out here in this neighborhood doing something, uh, bagging groceries at, at the, the, the Piggly Wiggly or, or wherever I'm, I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Florida. I'm going to go to Los Angeles. I'm going to go to some of these other places where they will give me some money, mm-hmm. even though we may be losing. And, and that, I mean, you can't foresee that, right? I don't, I don't think a program thought well, about that ahead of time. That man, now we got to now we got to deal with the, these both sides of this monster here. Yeah, we got to we got to build well, up our program and get some get some folks out here that can ball. Whatever well, you, you know the, the, the NIL put the I in team now. It's the I. That's the I in the team. <laughs> I want to wow. I want to get paid. I want to I want to get paid. I want to wow. make money. I want to do these things. You know I don't you know 
yeah, the team is important to me, but the eye, the eye is more important right now because I want to make some money. Right. And rightfully that's, so, that's some profound of them, right there. That's crazy. Yeah, that you yeah, just said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's true, man. You can put that on one of them shirts. Yeah, no, and no, I am no, the I look, team, I'm, I'm over here <laughs> writing it down right now. I'm, 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 I'm putting a little yeah. mental note. That's gonna be the uh, audiogram um, tomorrow morning. Uh. <laughs> um, but I, but I, but I believe, though, I mean, um, you know, big markets are always going. We talked about this before. The bigger markets are going to relish in it. When it becomes that that kind of situation, the smaller markets are going to suffer. Georgetown, you know, per se, is in a smaller market. It's in D.C. It's not in the big city like Syracuse and everybody, mm -hmm. or not Syracuse, but it's not in the big city like Georgetown. I mean, not Georgia, but Georgia Tech, who's in Atlanta. It's not like SC that's in L.A. It's not like Washington, who's in Seattle. You know, it's in a small part of D.C. So he won't be able to attract those kind of players because he doesn't. He won't be able to generate those kind of things. You know, um, I think eventually, in the long term. Places like Kentucky and Kansas won't be able to do it. They won't. They won't be able to compete with the big cities if it starts to become who has the better NIL, who has the most money. It, they won't win. It, it, it's just it won't. Eventually, you know, law, the law, the, the the laws of averages will take over. Eventually, and I, everybody's gonna go where the money's going. going at, right. True. So, the players are gonna go to the biggest cities, who has the most money, and everybody else is gonna be left with whatever. God, that makes that makes too much sense. It's too, it's too easy, right? It, it sounds so easy, but it, it makes all, all the sense in the world. But that that's that is the way that the world is is turning. So, um, yeah. I tell you what, I got. Let, let's go with this this next story, this last story, and I'm gonna throw this one on you. I, I see how you feel about it, but I'm I'm gonna give a little shout out to Andy Reid, Coach Andy Reid, because he he recognizes greatness, right? Coach Reid is surprised that uh the enemy is coming back right as as oc for for kansas city he could have andy reeves could have swore <laughs> that eric the enemy would have had him a head coaching job and he is on record coming out in public and saying that so shouts out to andy reed for recognizing uh um, diamond in the rough right G greatness mm -hmm. and someone who should be elevated to that next level within the sport and I, I guess it is what it is. We're, we're happy that Coach Bienemy has the job and, and he's still out there doing some big things. But man, he, he's just he's he's knocking at the door and someone just needs to give him that opportunity. The resume is speaking for itself. And he's got the, he's got a, a, foot, a Super Bowl winning coach as his reference right here. Why, why is this man not getting getting that call? Right. Why is he not getting that call to go to the Saints or to uh, the Giants we, or some of the other squads that could use? A, 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 well, I'm not going to talk about nobody's team. I'm, no, me, me, no, me. And you both don't know. Yeah. We don't. We don't know. It's something. It's something. The reason why they say he's not getting the job, I have no reason why. He's like you said, his resume does. Brian Leftwood's resume speaks volumes as well. You know, these guys got got great resumes. And the league just does not want to hire him. And I, I'll say it again, and I'll say it out loud. NFL has a problem. A lot of, I think, a lot of owners have a problem having a man of color being the leader of their program. I think they have a problem with that. Yeah. Obviously, a couple don't. You know, a few don't. We know the Steelers don't. The Rooney, they, they, they don't mind it at all. Yeah. Rooney but everybody Rooney. else, yeah, yeah, everybody else seems to have an issue with it. You know, a lot of people have an issue. I, you know, let's go to the Raiders quarterback. I mean the Raiders coach, the the you know the mm -hmm. Hispanic yeah. guy, the guy who great, got into the did, playoffs, <laughs> yeah. did a great job. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people understand everything he had to deal with, with you know, with Henry Rugg and his accident and that manslaughter thing, the the the, the, the stuff he had to go through with Gruden and all that racist stuff that was going on with Gruden and him getting fired and Gruden suing them and the whole change of dynamic and he still led them to the playoffs mm -hmm. after being a coach there for I don't know how many years. And you still don't give the man the opportunity to, to you know, that he earned his roses to give him, to give him the job. I, again, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, chalk it up to nothing that you don't, you don't want him to be the face of your franchise because you can't say he's not qualified. True. He just led the team. He just, he was coaching the actual team. He was exactly. doing it as a head coach. Yep. Winning, winning too. Winning. Yeah, he's winning. So got you to the playoffs, got you over the hump where you haven't been before. And you let him go for Jeff McDaniels. Mm. That doesn't um, sound right coming out your mouth, man. God. No, I, but I mean, let's, let's, I mean, we got to keep it 100. I mean, if we team no sleep, we got to keep it 100 and be very transparent. Right. There's obviously right. an issue of they, they having men of color represent them. Again, we've been through this situation with quarterbacks. 
for the longest time, they didn't allow blacks and Latinos and Polynesians to be quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Quite true. Now we do. But even that, even the ones that we do, they have a short window. Mariota was a was a, was in Tennessee. Oh, as soon as they got, they can get him out. They got him out of there. Mark Sanchez was a quarterback of the Jets. Oh, he's not. He's get him out of there. Why? But we see white quarterbacks like Foley bounce around everywhere all day, every day. <laughs> he said Nick Foley. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I mean I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. How these how these situations? How do we get such a short window and a short period of time to do things? But these, you know, they get multiple chances. And I, the only thing I contribute is because they're the face of the franchise. They're usually the face of the team. There's a problem there. You know, let let's me, be honest let, with let you. Me, let, let, me, let me throw a wrench in the conversation. Let me ask you, since we're, since we're naming names, uh, what, what do you think mm-hmm. about RG3, Robert Griffin? Did he get did he get enough chances, or was, was it just that he wasn't good? Enough? He got hurt. He's too not durable now. That's I thought like, he was okay, just that, not That's kind of what I was thinking about. I just didn't, didn't think, for, yeah. honestly, because I was thinking about it. He had, he had a couple of opportunities, but I just yeah. don't, don't know if he was He just really, can't stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every time he got hit, he was hurt. Yeah, And he always wanted to run. So I, the glass out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a great – remember, he had a great phenomenal rookie year. Yeah, yeah. He did great. And then he got his leg. Remember, his leg got bent, built back real twisted, real messed up, right, and messed up his right. knee. And he, and he wasn't the same ever since, that, that part. No, you're right. Um, yeah. Okay. But, I, but I'm saying – what else can it be a tribute to? We have people consistently proving themselves, and then all of a sudden they don't get the job. You know, they don't have the job anymore. The brother, you know, the man in Miami, coach winning, changed the franchise. Everything you said he couldn't do, he was doing. Mm-hmm. You said he couldn't win with Tua, he won with Tua. Right. You said he couldn't build a program. He had one of the best defenses in the league. Granted, they missed the playoffs, but they were right there and they were going on the upper bound, upper swing. You fire Mr. Flores. You know, we go to the coach in the Houston, the African-American coach that was in Houston. We ain't talking about love. We talk about pretty so You give him nothing. He does the best he can do when he really doesn't have that many players. The players seem to love him, but now you get rid of him. Well, I don't even know why you hired him in the first place. If you didn't really want him there, why did you even hire him? He got, one year, he got a one-year chance to do his thing. Got the coach in the Raiders, same thing. Came in as an interim and did his thing and did very, very well of it, and now you're fired. So what? why is that the case? I don't, I'm not understanding why it's the case where we got guys that are getting the Detroit jobs and getting these other jobs that aren't even qualified. Let's remember, if the Texans wouldn't have hired Lovey Smith, if McCown wasn't in that trouble, he was the number one front and he's never coached a day in, 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 in football in his life. Goodness gracious. So you, you talking, you talking, talking truth. Here. No, okay. I'm, you talking, you talking truth. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just speaking to everything yeah. everybody knows. So tell me, tell me what the common denominator or the, the differentiator, I should say the differentiator, let me clear myself, yeah. is the skin tone. It's not X's and O's because everybody knows X's and O's. It's the skin tone and, and my last name or my first name that makes me different. That's it. If we were behind, I guarantee you if you had interviews behind a blind wall and you couldn't see and they were just spitting and drawing out what they needed to do and what their philosophy was, I guarantee Eric B. Enemy would have a job in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. He'd be probably one of the most qualified guys there because he's been he's been to every point. He's been when they were losing all the way to when they won the Super Bowl multiple times. Yeah. So he knows every game. He knows every spectrum of, of the game from an offensive standpoint and how to be a leader. So you mean to tell me if you if you didn't know his name was Eric Benjamin, you put a blind shield there, you say, please speak about this job. Why are you the best person for the job? And he drew it up on there that he wouldn't be better qualified than some of these guys. Yeah. You mean to tell me he's not better qualified than the Jets, the Jets new head coach or the Giants head coach? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. See, exactly. That's why I mentioned them when I when I opened it up. Yeah, because he, uh, it, it's a shame to be honest with you, and and it's, it's long overdue. It's it's, too, it's, uh, it's it's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. Um, but but I got even one better for you. Why New Orleans Saints? They don't have a head coach right now. With Sean Payton. Yeah, Payton gone. The city of New Orleans is predominantly African American. True. Black or people of color, I should say. Yep, yep. And you don't even interview Eric Benning? <laughs> you don't interview Brian Leftwich to be your head coach? I and I think with their owners, Art Modell. No, is his name Art? Well, I forgot his name. He's a, they, they, I forgot their owner's name. But their owner can't say, hey, you know what? We can't bring a qualified man of color in here to, to, to help lead our program after Sean Payton. We already know Jerry Jones is not hiring no African American. Well, you, you know, you know he's not going over there. That's true. So don't don't even bring that New Orleans Saints on. But I'm saying, I'm saying, 
Jerry Jones is not going to do it. We, we already know. I mean, uh, you know, much people like the Dallas Cowboys. No, their front office. The, hold on. The, the Saints are owned by Gail Benson. Owned by, by American billionaire businesswoman and sports franchisee. That's Gail. you thinking of, I think, the owner of the uh, – the Atlanta, Atlanta, Falcons. Yeah, Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but but yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I hear I hear what you're saying. Yep, yep. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not saying that you. I'm not even saying you necessarily have to hire him. But why is he not even being interviewed by you? That doesn't make any sense. Him or Leftwich or anybody. Why? Why? Why are they not at least getting an interview? Yeah. And believe it or not, in that front office, if she if they bring somebody she doesn't like, all she has to do is make a call and say they're not a candidate. That's true. So there's either a problem with her. Being an owner or probably with somebody in her front office and her general management. They don't want to give a qualified person an opportunity to do for the job. Crazy. You know, and that's crazy because Brian Luckwich and both Eric Benemy played in the league and now coached teams the Super Bowls. Yeah, no, no the league, no, no ins and outs, got respect of uh, folks on both sides of the ball. So yeah, it's just uh, what's that? What else is so got to take? You, you tell you tell me what. Wait, wait. Now, now you heard my point. What is the differentiator in your opinion? What is it? What is it? What? Tell me what's it going on? No, in your opinion. I, I, I 100% agree. Right, and and it's it's just it's, it's a shame that that's what it is. 2022 that it's it's still not based on the the merit of the man's qualifications and his character. It's based on what the man looks like, and and that literally is is what it is. It's still an old boys club in a lot of these sports and a lot of these leagues. And if we, um, I'm going to just say it as third person looking in, if we let you in this room, right, we know the whole dynamic is going to change, right? If, if we, if we let you at the coaching table, if we let you at the owner's table, then we speaking of who's in control right now, starts losing, losing, losing power, losing control. And, and I don't think they really want that at all. Right. And bring, bring it yeah, in yeah. our mindset, bring it, bring it in our, uh, schemes, our conversations, our, our plans, and our thoughts. I, I just don't think that uh, the powers that be, the other the thirty two teams that have and and their owners want none of that right now. And 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 that's, I, I think it's just it's terrible. I think I think it's sad. But I, I completely agree with that. That is the limiting factor. Because again, if you like you said, if you put a curtain in front of me and just had me draw on the whiteboard my X's and O's and and my uh, go over my top five plays in the playbook and how I would approach uh, specific situations. Uh, the enemy would win every single time backwards, <laughs> right? with his left hand. But, you know, you get him to peek around that corner and say, look at me, look at me. This is me. Oh, wait a minute. So, um, I'm, yeah. you know, we, uh, yes, yeah, it's, 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 you, you know, you know, it's crazy to this conversation because I just saw the podcast yeah. with, uh, uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp, and Damon Dash. You know, Damon Dash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Damon Dash is is getting into the sports industry now. He's getting into the sports industry. He said he wanted to be, he wants to be an owner eventually, but not of an NFL team because he feels the NFL is not wrong, wrong, but he feels he wants to own his own league and have something, have something to to compete against the NFL to have young men, you know, young men and young people be a part of this league to do things the right way or, you know, per se, a different way than what they're doing in the NFL. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, he had some interesting perspective. He was just saying that, you know, they never let us in the room, you know, for a reason. For a reason. Mm -hmm. They don't let us in mm -hmm. the room for a reason. And the only way to change that narrative is to create, is to create something competitive against it. <laughs> Because own, if you don't own, give an alternative the house, to put it, the room in it yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you don't give if you don't give an alternative, it, nothing will change, right? Yeah. yeah. If you, you know, if you don't give anybody an alternative to water, everyone drinks water every day. That's the only thing we have to drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's saying he's saying if I give you an opportunity to drink milk, sparkling water, soda, and all that stuff, oh, now you have choices. Now you can make these things, and you can make change because the way you create your your product, the way you do the product. It's different. And he owns an arena league out in Tampa Bay. He owns an arena league okay. right now. Okay. He said he's starting off with an arena, arena league. I thought it was very interesting the way he's, he's approaching it. And he's saying, you know what? And what I didn't know, he tried to buy a team before. When he was at the top of his, him and Jay-Z, when they were at yeah, the top yeah, of their yeah. team, he tried He tried to buy a team before, and he said the NFL completely shunned him out. Wow. You know, so so the NFL owners, this is a pattern. Like, we're just kind of getting noticed of, like, how these people are trying to get in. 
Well, this has been going on for more than than I think we know. And I'm talking about our hip hop generation in the last 20 years have tried to buy in as well or try to get in as well as a, as a majority owner. And the answer has been no every time. Yeah. No way. That's, so that's crazy. Uh, but I think that's cool because I, I like what he's doing. And that just reminded me of what's going on with uh, Natalie Portman and Serena Williams. Right. So they're part of a, of a women's group, women's organization con- consortium that is buying a and creating a soccer team <laughs> for mm. there's no there's no team down in there in, in Los Angeles. And they are actually buying a team, putting one together. And it, it's, it's all led by these group, of, this group of women, uh, a diverse group of women uh, investors and, and leaders. So it seems like the entertainment field is coming through and providing that other house with that other room where the major leagues, the NFLs, the NBAs, the, the, the MLBs, things like that, eventually going to have to pay attention to, right? You think about Ice Cube when he came on with the three-on-three, right? Again, mm-hmm. it's coming from the entertainment field where they got the extra co- extra cash and, and extra funds to do this. But he came up with that, bought a lot of cats out of, out of retirement. Still, some of them can barely run up and down the court. But, you know, it was good to see so many old cats out there doing, doing what they do. But it's coming from the a different mindset. It's coming from someone who I don't know re- relates to a different generation. Well, can 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 we chalk it up to now that the business that they shut us out somewhere? We're now learning it, and now that we're learning the business, now we're like saying, "Hey, we've learned we've learned it. Yeah. We understand it. Yeah, you know what? Now we want to be a part of it. And, Mess around and, and give us some knowledge, and next next thing you know, yeah, right, yeah, we, you know, yeah, you know, we, I, we can get some of these plaques and some of these <laughs> some of these degrees on yeah. our wall too. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and it's crazy that we're talking about this because he correlated to the music industry as well. He was like, before we didn't own any music industries. Yeah. Now you know, I, I, we, we were able to kick down the door and own our industry before we didn't own any masters. Yeah. We learned how to own our own masters when we got in the industry. You know, you know what I'm saying? He said it's a learning. You know, when you learn something and you talk, you 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 pick that knowledge up, and you like it, you want to know more and want to have more of it. Yeah. So he said he's like, since the way we broke down, we we broke it into the music industry, and now the entertainment industry with with Tyler Perry and all these people owning their mm-hmm. stuff and Fifty Cent and all the things he's owning and all that stuff. Now he's like, it's time for us to kind of take our 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 game and this this knowledge to the professional realm as far as sports is concerned. Which I think would be really impactful, and get and like I said, giving any other person an opportunity to play professional, play the sport they love, and get paid for it is always a blessing. Yeah. But to be able to provide another alternative and maybe do it in a unique way, I don't think he, I don't think his lifetime will he will ever see himself as a competitor of the NFL. <laughs> but to provide another alternative that does it, yes, absolutely, yeah. I, I would, I would be definitely be supportive of that. And I, and I'm hoping that he and his his guys buy either one of the USFL teams or buy buys an XFL team. You know, and supports that and shows us how to run it and the ownership. We talked about this before. I think those are breeding grounds for us to get ownership and learn how to be owners. Exactly. Exactly. And perfect, and perfect, and perfect how to be ownerships in these smaller leagues and develop them and hopefully blossom them to be big. If I was a guy, I would really I would buy into the XFL what the Rock is going to do because just because of his popularity, it's going to be a big league right off the bat. So if you can get in there and buy a team and cultivate that the way you want to and win and attract players. And, and and start driving fans in TV time to make that money to make it happen, then you can see a blossom and being the competitor of the NFL, I think. There we go. There's some positivity right there, right? We, we, we started off with, and it's, it's always the hard-hitting conversation at the beginning. You know, we're talking about, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about players being banned, talking about war, talking about uh, yeah. uh, lockdowns about the, the and strikes. Man, you know. and, and, you yeah. know, and, and, and other things happening at Baylor and, and, and you know, but uh, – Ownership, owning, owning the masters that, that, you know, that, that, there you go. Right there. There's going to be the title for this show right here. Own your own masters. And, own and, your and, own masters, man. Own your own, own your own stuff, man. Be creative to own a little piece of your rock. God, you know what man. I mean? <laughs> Whatever that may be intellectual or, or physical, own your own little piece of rock too. That's it. Go That's get always it. The best don't, 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 don't wait for it. Go get it. Man, yeah, absolutely. See, so we we didn't we didn't necessarily have like like I said we didn't have a full run of what we thought we were going to talk about, but we we went ahead and still talked for about an hour about what's really going on. Hopefully that was impactful, folks. Ho- hopefully we we came at you with uh, something that mattered. Tell me you can you can take back to tell your friends about share with your friends too. Golly, tell somebody to come 
Team No Sleep on Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. Me and Martel be getting it in. I know we we probably make a lot of folks mad with what we talk about. That's that's what's wrong. Y'all, y'all uh, don't, don't, don't be scared now. Don't, <laughs> don't be scared. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing it right. So I don't mind. Yeah, say, that, say that one more again. Yeah, yeah, man. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing it right. That's for sure. So. I love it. I love it. So yeah. I, I didn't tell you about this. I was going to tell you tonight. I actually met with a couple of folks who run a uh, another sport podcast and they are possibly interested in coming online and, and chopping it up with us one week so i'm, I'm hoping maybe maybe that they're watching they're gonna listen to the replay and, and hopefully uh, we didn't scare them off <laughs> and hopefully we, yeah. we we may have some some other folks chop it up and give a different perspective uh on, on team no sleep one of these days probably in, in the very near future so other than that, man, I, I'm a, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go do what I do. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go find me a, a a leg press tonight, and and get get into that. Yeah, and and spend some time and, and relieve some of this stress. What, what about you, man? What you got coming up this week? Oh uh, man, just picking picking up the picking up the bottom of my son on Friday, picking up yeah. my daughter tonight from her practicing, and uh, get some cardio in a little bit later on, and get on that exercise bike and lift a few weights. And, I ain't mad at you, you brother. Know, I, that's I ain't it. Mad at you, brother. We got to do what we got to do. You got to take care of yourself, take care of your family, uh, pray for the world, pray for everything that's going on, but everybody stay focused on you. All right? We out. Absolutely. Later, man.